Do you hate listening to the same 10 songs over and over during long car drives? Do you have an itching to escape your mundane job without actually leaving your job? Or do you wish you could read a good book, but you just don't have the time? Hello my friends, I'm Daniel with the Temple of Geek, and I'm here to tell you that I have a solution for your book reading needs. That solution is Audible. Yes my friends, Audible is here to save you on those long car trips and boring work days with over 180,000 titles for you to choose from. Today, you, the listeners of Temple of Geek Podcast, get an even sweeter deal. By heading over to audible.com forward slash podcast, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial on us. You can start downloading a book today on your Android, iPhone, Kindle, or MP3 player. So what are you waiting for? Head over to audible.com forward slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast, your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. Welcome to this week's episode of the Temple of the Geek Talkcast. I'm your host Daniel, and I'm here with Stacy and Rooster to discuss Fan Expo 2017. This year, Fan Expo took place March 31st through April 2nd and had many, many big headliners such as Mark Hamill, Stan Lee, Tim Curry, Norman Reedus, Jeffrey D. Morgan, just to name a few. Meatloaf. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, Meatloaf was there. And let's 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 not forget uh, Robin Lord Taylor. Robin Lord Taylor, <laughs> absolutely. Which Barry, she was awesome. Barry Boswick. <laughs> but yeah, there there was there was several several major headliners there. Um, I know we were excited about it. We we, we we were talking about this con for, for weeks. Um, yeah, absolutely. Really, because that's all we had was weeks to to get in this con. Yeah, us here in the Texas region, all of our conventions that we had planned on going to had been either canceled or decided to they don't want to exist anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. so this was our first big con of the year. Um, one of the first things that happened right before the show took place was Norman Reedus and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who was supposed to be there on Saturday and Sunday, decided that they were going to only be able to make it on Saturday because they had a prior, I guess, engagement with the Talking Dead that they had to be at Sunday night. Yeah. Um, so they, they canceled their Sunday appearance. Uh, so what the con did was they decided to go ahead and allow anybody who had Sunday tickets and photo ops with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Norman Reedus... And they allowed them to purchase new tickets on Saturday and honored their photo ops. And we'll get to that in a moment. So (laughs) what I want to do is just kind of briefly just talk a little bit about the con, what our thoughts were about the con, and just kind of go around in a room and just kind of hear a little bit from each of y'all. You want to let's start with Stacy. Okay. Uh, Well, um, this is, uh, I guess, my fourth year uh, to go – to this particular con- uh, convention in in Dallas, um, it's gotten bigger every year. Uh, this year, I, I think I could safely say is probably the biggest that it's ever been. Um, and uh, so I, I was looking forward to a number of the celebrities there. Uh, I'd say Mark Hamill absolutely was my uh, would would have been my number one choice if I had an opportunity to meet anybody. Uh, unfortunately, that particular ticket was a little bit outside of my price range. But, um, uh, you know, I, I appreciated the pictures that you guys got of him. And that was, that was good enough for me. Uh, I also was really interested in, in a celebrity that, that you guys were totally not interested in, and that was Nolan North. 
Uh, I would have loved to have met him. Uh, huge fan of his work on on all the games. Huge voice actor. Uh, you know, one of the biggest names in in that particular industry. And uh, really wanted an opportunity. If if I had taken any time to meet anybody, which uh, I I just didn't have that opportunity. It would it probably would have been Nolan North. I just think he's one of the more approachable. Uh, it seems to be one of the more down to earth. Uh, and and I'm just a huge fan of what he does. So. Yeah, and I know um, you're you're in love with uh, Drake. It's fortunate. Oh yeah, that, Nathan so. Drake, absolutely great. Well, the series, the game series, is and is is uh, fantastic. No, they no, no, you're in love with Nathan Drake. <laughs> As a person, yes. Well, yes. Let's clarify this. Yes, I am. I do have a, a crush on Nathan Drake, uh, although uh, although I have a bigger crush on his wife in the game, but um, nonetheless, uh, the uh, yeah, it, huge huge fan of his work. Um, but uh, you know, as we'll get to, I'm sure uh, one of the one of the biggest issues was uh, you know just the lines. I mean, there were just so many people at this con that uh, you know getting access or or even even for tickets that you paid for, getting to the the actual celebrity, you know, that going through that process was a little bit arduous. I'm sure Rooster can attest to that a little bit. Um, but my initial impression, I, was, I, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to next year. But uh, I'll come back with some of my negatives, uh, some more of my negatives and, and uh, feedback after. Rooster, what about you? What's your general uh, general thoughts on the con? General thoughts on the con was <sighs> it's hard because you're right, man. It was a huge con this year. There was way more people than needed to be. They oversold the tickets, which is okay. But I normally can just go, you know, do my goals because I have goals when I go to the con. I know the actors I want to get autographs from. I have the comic books that I have want to get signed or posters or whatever it is. And, you know, when I walked in the con, it was so massive, so many people. Um, my plans got delayed a little bit, and I just started walking into up my, my uh, I guess you could say the B, um, not, they're not B celebrities, but they were on my B list of uh, signatures. So the very first one I walked up to was uh, Tom Wilson, and I, had, and I had to wait in his line for two hours. And Tom Wilson came out, and he was super awesome, super nice, a great guy. Um, you know, switching forward to that, the whole con, which what I like to do is get artwork and all that stuff. Um, I didn't get a chance to walk Artist Alley. I didn't get a chance to do what I really wanted to do. But um, the actors that I did get to meet and the autographs that I did get were worth the con, were worth the money uh, that I spent to go there and it was awesome. The, the whole reason why I wanted to go to the con this year was, you know, like uh, Stacy mentioned earlier was uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill was going to be present. This was like the first time he was in Texas, I think in many, many years. Um, so I thought this was probably going to be my one and maybe only opportunity to at least shake the guy's hand. Um, but I mean, you know, talking with you guys over the courses of several weeks, I, I kept set, trying to talk myself into buying that five hundred dollar Mark Hamill ticket because I just did not want to deal with the crowds on Saturday and Sunday. And that Mark Hamill ticket was a special ticket that allowed you to get, you know, special access to him Friday. So I finally bit the bullet, uh, if you may, if you will, and bought the ticket. And um, 
I'm going to tell you what, I, even though I didn't go to the panel, I am so glad I bought that ticket because yeah. Saturday was horrendous. Well, I agree with you, man. It's almost worth it because the, he, he was wanting what 185 for his autograph plus another couple hundred bucks for his picture. Yeah, basically, and, I, I overspent by a hundred bucks. I mean, you know, because it was two hundred dollars for each item, um, and I, I paid an extra hundred dollars just to do it on Friday, basically. But isn't it? Wasn't it more expensive for um, you just to be waiting in line for both the photo, photo op, and autograph? No, as opposed been, to the package, it would have been cheaper if I would have done that. But the problem was, is I would have had to wait yeah. into that that massive line that was there on Saturday. Um, so you won. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I I did what I wanted to do, which I'm happy. Yeah. Um, if you're not aware for Saturday, because of this whole invitation of the Sunday con goers to come do this Jeffrey Dean Morgan, um, uh, Norman Reedus photo op stuff. I mean, it made the convention so freaking packed that people could barely move around. I don't know how vendors yeah. even sold anything. Um, well, as you mentioned, some of them didn't. <laughs> yeah. Lines were, there, there were, lines were yeah. just, I mean, it was packed inside it was packed outside i mean at one point i was freaking i was like i gotta get out of here because <laughs> i just yeah. i got yeah. tired of trying to move around and maneuver in that place i was at a store trying to look at transformers and i literally got pushed by a group of people that was trying to get down and i had to try to crawl my way back up to that store um yeah. it was just it was crazy like being caught in a river of people <laughs> exactly i mean i'll have to post videos later but at some point i was down there in the autograph section and you couldn't even tell where one line ended and the other one began. Yeah. It was yeah. just a sea of people. Now, I don't blame the celebrities. I blame the con because, I, yeah. you know, like Rooster said, I felt like they oversold a lot of things. They oversold the Mark Hamill ticket, that special yeah. $500 ticket. I mean, my complete interaction with him was like a four-second long conversation, and I was getting pushed down the table because they were trying to get this line of people through. So you didn't even really have time to interact with these celebrities, which, you know... You pay all this money to go to a con. You pay all this money to see a celebrity. You should at least be allowed, you know, somewhat of an interaction with well, them. You know, and that's a whole other question is to, like, you paid for the ticket. What are you entitled to? You know, and that that's another conversation. But honestly, I feel like, you know, in short, I think a lot of these celebrities are really interested in the fans. I mean, I think that's yeah. one of the reasons why they come. Um, I think that they really, they, they uh, appreciate the fans and they want to show that. Uh, and so I think, generally speaking, that's the celebrities that, that come to these things. When they ever oversell the tickets, though, it can give you the wrong impression. You know, they are human, and if you have to put a smile on and talk to the talk to a thousand people, you know, uh, in a day, and or just you know say hi or smile or do whatever, uh, it's going to wear on you, man. I mean, I literally just walked around for eight hours over the course of two days, and I was exhausted. I couldn't imagine having to talk to a thousand people yeah uh each individually so no i 100% agree with that man i think that is exactly a point everybody goes in there knowing that the celebrity is going to be exhausted he's going to have to go through this line of people and fans but if the thing that happened to me was uh, my wife and I were waiting in uh, Ian Summerholder's line, which is uh, Vampire Diaries, um, which I got him to sign my Smallville comic. But we waited in line for five hours because he started the line. We were like midway in the line. 
we started the line uh he signed some autographs and then immediately they had uh, uh, a photo op right after that and then right after the photo op they had a panel yeah so it's like the scheduling for that okay if that's going to be the case then let us know because uh, you know they have this whole thing, just like they did with um, uh, God rest her soul, um, Carrie Fisher and um, San Lee. Whenever they have something like that happens, uh, they have a ticket, and then you come back in line, get back in place. But it was so unorganized because they didn't even know who had tickets. Whenever we were in line, they're like, "Who has tickets?" Like nobody guys got tickets, you know. <laughs> and yeah. it, it that's the thing it's the scheduling of the celebrities. If they're not only going to be there an hour, then make that available for information for us to know so we can plan our day adjustly like if we're not if we don't want to wait and there's too many people then i can go walk around the con and maybe buy some cool comic books that i didn't get or need yeah Yeah, especially if they're going to honor your ticket and you know you can come back and get in line and later you know then you're not wasting your the the entire time you're there in two lines kind of like you had to do rook yeah yeah, you were definitely a tripper because I wasn't going to do that this year. I, I refused to stand in the line more than an hour. <laughs> so, which, which could bring us to the the controversy of the VIP tickets. What are your What are your all thoughts on this year? They decided to sell the VIP tickets, uh, whereas last year I believe they didn't. Right? Wasn't it last year they did not? No, they, no, they did sell. They, they sold them last VIP year. I actually last had year. one last year. Okay. Um, that's when they decided but, to change the the format, where they made a special line just for VIP, and then they escorted them to the celebrity, which I think they were doing again this year. They, they were, and I, but I think the celebrities that's just a weren't cluster. as pissed off. The celebrities weren't as pissed off this year as they were last year about VIPs cutting in line. Well, I'm sure they explained it this year after last year's fiasco. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, me and my wife, when we were we were standing in line for the Adam West pick photo op on Sunday that I did. Um, we were talking about VIP and we decided that VIP really doesn't, you know, it's, it has its perks, but it doesn't really, it doesn't mean anything because they just sell it to however many people want to buy the ticket. Right. Um, I think if they revamped the VIP program and maybe made it exclusive to like 300 guests. Yeah. Give them the perks. Give these 300 guests the perks, you know? Then yeah. I think the program would work better because then you don't have to worry about, you know, dealing with 700 VIP people who's trying to get in one line at one time. Yep. Um, make the ticket worth something. Make it worth the $500 you're paying for it. I mean, because all, all you're getting is a line cut. And, yeah, the line cuts are great because you get to spend money on autographs and stuff. But, I mean... Again, when you have seven, eight, nine hundred people that have VIP tickets, it's not fair to the regular guests who who are there to see the fans too, just like they are. Yeah. Um, you know the the Adam West photo, for example. I mean, this is my only experience with the VIP. I mean, there was about probably about five hundred VIPs in that line ahead of me, and I was like, oh, they better honor this damn ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and I, that's true. I, I don't know. I, I know that the. Because of the VIP situation with the Norman Reedus, uh, Jeffrey Need Morgan photo ops, that several, there was nine groups, I believe, they had set up for for photos. And the last seven groups didn't get their pictures honored because they just ran out of time. Well, that's what I was talking to about some of the volunteers that work there. They're like, um, 
you know, these people have other obligations, which goes back to my point that it's oversold and there's too many tickets and there's you have to draw a line somewhere. Um, Norma Reedus and Jeffrey D. Morgan were honoring, I say that with hashtags, honoring <laughs> um, obligations that they had uh, previously to be able to come into the con to actually sign autographs for the people who have been waiting there for eight hours and then didn't get to enjoy the experience of the hundred plus dollars that they spent to get into the con only to see one or two people, which would be Norman Reedus and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you know, because they were busy out there because vendors come in and they're getting their hands on their obligations because they pay their tickets for their opportunity for autographs and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And I think there's another line, other than the VIP issue, there's another line that has to be drawn with, um, you know, I love comic book stores. I love going to them. But they're retails, and they're going to upcharge you for their autographs as opposed to just getting autographs for your experience with those guys. So there's yeah. another issue that needs to be handled. So I don't know that that'll change. That's a little rant. So what are some of the things that you think maybe Fan Expo did wrong this year? Hmm. You know, I really well, can't. I really can't speak on um, what they did wrong because I was waiting in line too long uh, to get <laughs> autographs. Um, yeah. I, I think that um, I understand that flights got delayed, and um, uh, Alan Tudyk, his flight got delayed, and he was upset about it. Um, which he's very cool. He's always good at a con. Um, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Norma Reedus, they had the Talking Con or Talking Dead episode they had to be on within like the next four hours. They can only be there for so long. Um, the one thing that I think that they did right, which I didn't get to go to, is they added, um, uh, what's her name, off of Arrow, uh, Law. Her last name was Law. Katrina Law. Her first name. Yeah. And they added her, and I wish I would have seen her because I think she would have been a bonus, but. I think for the most part, it, it's the scheduling. Like, let us know what the schedule is. It's between this time and this time. And for autographs, photo op. They did a good job on photo ops because the program had everything on photo ops, times and everything. But they had nothing to do with autographs. And then also, if you're going to do artist row, and if they're going to sign or they're going to draw or do artists, put the prices out there, number one, you know? Yeah. One thing I think they could have probably done differently this year was if if you had the Sunday guests that were coming for Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Norman Reedus, I think they should have just canceled their tickets. Exactly. Yeah, canceled the photo ops. Because it, it's, it wasn't fair for the people who were already planning on coming Saturday yep. to not be able to meet these people because they were trying to honor everybody from Sunday. At least that's my thought. What are, what are your thoughts on that? I agree. But, uh, no, but, that's my but thing. Again, it was just the two of y'all that really went that far and had tickets. So, yeah, I mean, I, for, I I fortunately didn't need to meet the guys. I mean, I was just thinking about some of these. I mean, I've I've been going through reading Facebook posts today and yesterday, and just reading the different people. Like there was this kid who waited in line for six hours, and he was turned away at the photo op line. He there, uh, um, so I mean, I just I just think it sucks for these people. Uh, yeah. No, I hundred percent agree with that, man. It's that's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make with scheduling. If this is it, this is what you're going to do from this time to this time. If you get in line for the autograph, it's this time to this time. If you have a photo op, it's this time to this time. 
You wait in line. If you don't make it, you don't make it. But don't sell me a package deal where I can't make it into the photo op. You know what I mean? Let me wait in line for what I want to get. I want to get an autograph or I want to get a picture. You know what they were doing at all the booths? They were doing selfies. You could get a photo op selfie at the same time at the booth with the autograph. So what's the point of a photo op if you can do the same thing as selfie and you're having a good time? That it was my biggest conflict. That's what made the lines go so long. It was everybody's taking selfies and they were taking a bunch of selfies. Yeah. You know? A photo op is an autograph and a selfie to me in line while you're waiting on the celebrity. Why does the celebrity have to leave to go some other booth that has nothing to do with what they're doing? The background isn't even that big. It does. It's red or blue or purple. Just take a selfie at the line. They charge you the same amount of money for a selfie as they do a photo op. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Well, I know we're sitting here bashing the con, oh, and it wasn't just bad things. I mean, I actually had fun at the con doing some other things, too. So what are some of the good things that y'all experienced at this con? Rooster, you stood in line for five hours. Was that was that it? <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Well, that was the end of my con because I stood there for five hours and didn't get to experience anything else. But, yes, there were positives in the con. There were four auto- autographs I've gotten. It was uh, Tom Wilson, which is Biff Tanner on Back to the Future. He was very nice. Awesome. Uh, John Burrowman, which is Malcolm on Arrow. Um, did have to wait in the lines for a while, but after meeting them, they were awesome. So after that, I walked over to James Marston's line, who is Brainiac on Smallville, and he plays on Buffy. I'd never watched Buffy, but he's on Buffy. Apparently, that's his big role. He plays Dooku on um, Dragon Ball Z movie. Um, but he no, was very Piccolo, wasn't he? Piccolo. Was he Piccolo? The green Piccolo. guy. He's Piccolo. Yes. Yep. Duh. Duh. Sorry, I, don't watch, I said it. I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, but I know he played <laughs> in the movie. But he was very awesome. Um, very nice guy. I talked to him about Smallville, um, and he made a couple of comments to me about um, being really hard to play an actor uh, that hated Clark Kent when you're supposed to hate Clark Kent because Brainiac is a villain in, you know, to Superman. And he's like, you know, the best thing that I ever did was um, pretend because Brainiac's like a superhuman cyborg robot and he's supposed to be so smart. So let's just pretend to be human. And then he said all he had to do was act like a human and then everything else came out. Yeah. So that was Friday. So moving on to Saturday, uh, me and my wife were very interested in getting uh, Ian Summerholders and um, Paul Wesley's autograph. And boy, which, were you determined we were my <laughs> wife and I waited in uh, see Ian Summerholder's line for five hours five hours to get his autograph on my Smallville comic and for her uh, Vampire Diaries comic and we ended up getting in the line and everything went turmoil when it became to their panel and their photo ops and all that stuff we were waiting in line uh, Ian comes back out and he's like Man, I'm so sorry it took so long. I apologize. And he was like, he was looking right in my soul. And I was like, no, bro, you, bro, you, man. And we get up in the line, and um, you know, he has a um, he has a fund uh, uh, where you can donate to. It's called the uh, ISF, which is the Ian Summerholder uh, Foundation. It's a very good cause. And him and his wife, which I don't know, a lot of people know her. Her name is Nikki. And she's on a Vampire Diaries that plays the um, the blonde that really wants a baby real bad. <laughs> anyway, 
That anyway. is a deep character evaluation. Deep character. I can't. I, I don't know if a lot of people do the Twilight. A lot of people don't like Twilight, but um, that's his wife, and he was super nice. And I got in line, and I said, "Dude, I really appreciate everything you do." I said, "Not only on Smallville, but you're a great person, and it's a very, it's a very good honor to meet you." And he saw my autograph, and then he looked at my Smallville comic. He starts throwing, uh, flipping through the pages, and say, "Hey, hey, don't bend the pages, bro. I appreciate it." <laughs> no, it wasn't that deep. <laughs> but, but after he signed it, and he was cool, he fist bumped me. Um, I'm walking by. I didn't get Paul Wesley's autograph, but I, uh, he was right there next to me. I said, Paul, I said, you're the man, bro. I said, I appreciate what you do. And he threw me the horns. I said, thanks, bro. And those are the positive things about the con that I enjoy, man. Those, If you want to talk about positive, right. that's what it was. I'm sorry. I know well, I took up too much time. No, I think that's good, and and that goes back to what I was saying. Is most of the celebrities that come to these things want to be there. They want to do this stuff. They're they're here for the fans, and you know, and a genuine interaction like you had. And I think most people that come up and like like when you and I met uh, Rooster, you and I when we met uh, Brandon Roth, and yep. uh, we met him in the hotel, and he was nice enough to take a picture with us, and he didn't have to do that. I felt terrible even asking him. Yeah, but exactly. Not terrible enough not to ask him though, and. <laughs> Uh, but then saying, you know what, I appreciate what he did. He gave us a picture for free. Let's go pay that back, you know. Yeah. And so we went and got a picture from him and paid for it, uh, you know, because just out of respect because he didn't yep. have to do those things. I mean, but they, but he was really nice, and most of them are. For me, I really, I like the people. I mean, I come because, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting my uh, 501st uh, uh, costume approved soon. Um, I mean, awesome. it's ready. Everybody I spoke with uh, there at the con from the 501st was like, man, why don't you to send your pictures in? And I was like, man, I know. I just got to put it on again. And it takes a while to get into my Mando kit. But yeah, uh, so, you know, that that's something I'm really looking forward to. And next year wearing my costume. But, you know, the just, you know, going around and seeing the costumes. I spent, like I said, at least eight hours over the course of Friday and Saturday walking up and down the aisles and, and looking at the different vendors and the different artists and their and the and the original work that, that they were doing, um, you know, looking at the different collectible stuff. Uh, you know, I did a ton of window shopping and, and yeah. uh, just just looking at the different things. And, and I, I love that. I enjoy it. I get a ton of energy, positive energy from these cons because that's that's kind of the energy that it's injected with you know everybody here for kind of a common theme uh we you know we all have common interests uh for the most part you know i mean there's something for everybody but there's usually a tie that binds all the people that come one yeah. in the uh, world them all exactly <laughs> and i own it uh no the you know just i i just really uh, i dig that and and uh so you know, this year I didn't get to to get the celebrity autographs or meet any like I like I necessarily wanted to, but I will next time. And I and I, you know, I wouldn't hesitate to go back. I think my overall experience was very positive, um, even though it did have its you know its negatives. Uh, you know, it definitely wasn't anywhere close to enough to to you know d deter me from wanting to come back. So, I agree with that hundred percent. The the it was it was a lot of people. It was a lot of things to do, but if you go to a con, and this is what I'm saying to everybody who's listening to this podcast, if you go to a con, you have to have a game plan on what you want to do and when you want to do it. You have to know what times things are happening. Yeah. And if That's you true. don't That's know, 
you need to get there and be the first in line. It may take five hours, but you might be the sixth person in line and only 20 people are getting an autograph from that one person because they have something else to do. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have a game plan. You have to know what you want to do. And that's what I think that uh, we at Simple Geek and me and my wife and everybody, they have a game plan like Daniel. Daniel bought his tickets. Daniel knew what he was doing. Daniel knew where he was going to go. You have to have a game plan if you're going to go to a con. You got to know yeah. what you want. So, especially if you want to, you know, re- if you really want to experience and get the most out of your experience there, you got to have a plan. So that yeah, that's good advice. The the things I was excited about this uh, this convention was, you know, one meeting Mark Hamill. I got to meet Alan Tudyk, which uh, K2SO that Blu-ray should be here shortly. I'll be able to watch that movie again, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting a photo with uh, Batman and Robin in front of the Batmobile. Those those were the three things I was I was wanting to do while I was there. Um, you know, like Rooster said, I pre-planned everything. I pre-purchased all my tickets. I looked at the schedule and saw when I wanted to do these things. I knew Saturday was going to be crazy, so I tried to not to do anything on Saturday. That's why I scheduled my Mark Hamill stuff on Friday and then the other stuff on Sunday. Um, Sunday, I didn't really do a lot of shopping. I met Mr. Uh, Drew Struzan. Um, for those of you who don't know him... He's the guy that draws some of the most uh, really famous movie posters from Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, yep. E.T. Yeah. Um, got to meet him. That was really awesome. He uh, sold me the uh, the uh, it's a reprint of the Star Wars circus poster. It's the one where like uh, where uh, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher are swinging, and uh, he signed that nice. poster for me. So it was it was really cool. Um, That's cool. And then, you know, I, I bought a couple prints because I, I, you know, fortunately was able to go through Artist Alley. And, yeah, I bought a couple Transformers. And, I mean, I, I had a good time regardless. It, Saturday was rough. I had to leave early because I have anxiety issues when I'm around a lot of people. And I just yeah, I, I couldn't do it anymore. It, it, you yeah. know, like Stacy said, I, people were tired. You know, he was tired after eight hours. I was exhausted. I mean, I, I fell asleep on the way home. I fell asleep the rest <laughs> of the day when we got home. I was just out. It was just yeah. an exhausting trip. Um, something else I enjoyed: dinner Friday night with the guys. Yeah, that was yeah. a lot of fun. A lot <laughs> of fun. People get together, and we spent way too much money on dinner. Yeah, we, we did spend a lot of money, but we also got to meet <laughs> a lot of cool people. Um, yeah, yeah, and I would say, you know, that's my only—that's probably my only real regret—is not necessarily getting to do more Temple of Geek specific things. You know. Uh, we had aspirations to to get a few more things accomplished, and we didn't. But you know, I think yeah. that's okay. But um, but all in all, positive experience. Oh yeah, it was definitely positive. And if you're listening to if you're listening to this episode, Mr. Levi Hornsby, I want to give you a shout out. <laughs> we are sorry it's that awesome. we didn't we didn't get to interview you. We will chat with you soon. It was really cool meeting you. Um, so I just yes. wanted to give you a shout out, Levi Hornsby. We absolutely we we had he a blast. Was very cool. Yeah, we had a blast getting to meet you. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> You're my boy, Levi. Levi. Well, guys, y'all have any final final thoughts before we close this out? Uh, no, but, well, yes. <laughs> no, I don't. I do not. Thank you for asking. No, uh, keep an eye out for Temple of Geek at other cons. Uh, I think we're going to look to have a presence, maybe at Dragon Con and some of these others. So, uh, you know, keep an eye out for us. But, uh, you know, others, keep, uh, keep it locked here. Uh, my final thoughts, which I, I agree with Stacey, yeah, to keep it locked here, Temple of Geek. <clears throat> uh, but um, looking forward to maybe 
maybe the OctoberCon, um, depending on the list, because I still have a few unfinished signatures on some stuff. But I don't want you guys to think that um, cons are all bad. If you have a game plan, if you go into the con knowing what you want to do and who you want to get autographed or whatever, you got to go in with the game plan. You can't walk in and not understand what you're doing. Um, then it would be a bad experience for you, and I don't want that to be for anybody. Um, keep listening to the Geek, and you will never lose because we'll keep you right. All yep. right. Well, with that note, I'd like to go ahead and close out this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at uh, Todcast at TempleofGeek.com. Also, why don't you head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show because we can really use those ratings. Until next time, that's Rooster. That's Stacy. I'm Daniel. We're out. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the Temple of Geek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.